0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Betting Chicago right here on the Believe Podcast Network. My name is Joey Christopoulos. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Today, we're going to do a short episode. It's going to be a gambling primer on Bears versus Lions, some bets that I love that you can play, maybe earn a little cash before you eat that turkey. But first, there's two things I want to hit before we get to that. The first one is, look, Bears fans, I know it's been a tough season. Everyone's saying the season is over. But there is no one else on the planet right now actually mapping out a scenario that gets the Bears to the playoffs. So I'm going to do it right now because I'm in the holiday festive spirit. So first of all, the first and most important thing, Bears need to win out they got to get to 10 games. That starts tomorrow morning against a Lions team that they've played now twice in the last three weeks. Trubisky just threw three touchdowns against. And the Bears defense gets a second look at Jeff Driscoll and a Lions team that is up the track. That is first and foremost. Bears get to 10 wins. All, the, all we need, basically, are the Rams need to keep doing what they're doing. Lose. The Eagles and Dallas. We have to play Dallas in two weeks. That's going to take care of our own biz right there. They need to continue to beat each other up. And whoever's going to win that division is going to win that division. There's going to be no wild card at the NFC East. And all we need are those Minnesota Vikings to lose two more games before we play them in that final week of the season. If the Vikings are, let's just say, 10-5 and five going into the final week, and we are 9-6. and six. If we beat the Vikings in that final week, we get the tiebreaker and we sneak into the playoffs Just saying, I'm having fun. I'm doing some math. Not saying it's going to happen. But I at least want to be one of the people, one of the only people out there that is at least throwing it out there that it still is a possibility, Bears fans. So take it one game at a time, and let's just see where it goes. Let's see what happens. The Cowboys don't scare me. Packers don't scare me. Yes, that Chiefs game will be tough, but it will be at home. And then, of course, that Vikings game. The second thing I want to bring up is, which is actually on the flip side of the optimism I just threw out there. And we're all trying to do right now the autopsy on what's gone wrong with the Bears this season on the field between the quarterback, the head coach, the small little step back the defense has taken this season. But here's another thing that I've noticed, and it is a pattern, and it's something that needs to get cleaned up immediately if the Bears are going to do anything next season. Too much off-the-field crap, guys. And it's small and there hasn't been anything really big, but it's all sort of starting to build up just a little bit. The most recent one, Akeem Hicks on a Chicago radio station yesterday, blowing up, freaking out, swearing that he would never come back on the radio station again. And now it is a story, an unnecessary story for a guy who's a fantastic football player, but he's on injured reserve. So let's take this back a little bit further, right? You've got your training camp, and you've got the kicking competition. Nagy telling the media that they're pumping in you know, loud music and crowds and silence and doing the Augusta treatment, making a big story out of nothing. We have that. Also, Tariq Cohen coming into training camp with some sort of dune buggy, driving around at high-rate speeds, becoming a distraction, Nagy telling him not to do it, him still doing it anyways, moving on from there. These are all small things, right? But they're all sort of starting to build up tiny, tiny, tiny bits at a time. The next one, and I can't remember the order, but obviously Eddie Panero kicking the game-winning field goal. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's got endorsements, thinks he's hot shit. Uh, we think we've got a kicker for the next 10 or 15 years. That becomes a story. Right after that, Roquan Smith personal no matter what happened hopefully everything's okay with his family but again he had to miss a game there was a report that came out that said that he wasn't acting right around the facility he sent a very very strange tweet out around that time too as well that is dark I do not recommend even checking it out or looking it up but just know that it is a bit troubling for a young man who is a football player and you worry about head injuries all the time so then that happened and then after that Pinero misses the kick against the Chargers afterwards Two days later, he tells reporters that it wasn't at the hash mark that he wanted. Turns into this whole thing. Didn't have communication with the coach. Off the field. Spin it forward two more weeks. Trubisky telling reporters that he wants the TVs turned off to shut out the silence. Again, becomes a national story. And now, this Akeem Hicks thing, putting the Bears back in the headlines for the wrong reasons. Now, all these things in particular, I don't think are especially... um, troubling or anything like that but you start to see a pattern and it all starts to kind of build up a little bit and it goes back to Matt Nagy saying be you be us be who we are club dub no matter what happens we're winning we're dancing we've got that swag well when that swag doesn't come with a little bit of discipline and then things start to go wrong and you start losing games these are the types of things that you want to see and I gotta be honest as a Bears fan you just want to watch your players on the field. You don't necessarily want to read about them in the headlines after the game about stuff that has nothing to do with winning football games and going to a Super Bowl that all us Bears fans wanted to go to in the first place. So that's my piece on that. Not only do we need to clean up what's going on in the field, but in the offseason, we also need to clean up how we conduct ourselves throughout the media and off the field as representatives of the Bears organization and I hope all those players take that into account now let's go to Bears versus Lions guys the appetit before we all feast on turkey and booze until we pass out at around four or five o'clock in the afternoon the line moved ladies and gentlemen Bovada right now has the Bears at minus four and a half favorites in Detroit, it was one, it was two and a half, it was almost a pick em when it first came out, but now all of a sudden, everyone's kind of nailing on the Bears, everyone's liking how that's going to work out. Now, in the past, we've talked a lot about over-unders, first-half scoring margins. I'm going to stay away from all that, to be honest with you, because the Bears in the first half are absolutely impossible to handicap. As much as I want to say that this is going to be a great game for Drabisky and the offense and they're finally going to rip it up and in the first half they're going to look like a completely different team, I cannot tell you that with confidence, especially when we're talking about your hard-earned cash. So, let's take a look at touchdown props in the game. Now, first first touchdown score is a little bit different. There aren't a bunch of numbers that I really like a whole lot. David Montgomery plus 500 is interesting. I'd probably like Allen Robinson at plus 650 to score the first touchdown in the game. I know he's going to get Darius Slay at times during that game, but he did have 86 receiving yards against them two weeks ago. The Lions can be beat in the secondary, and let's be honest, Allen Robinson is by far our best offensive player this season. He's probably our only pro bowler right now on that unit. So him scoring a touchdown first, I like a lot. First touchdown scorer, Mitchell Trubisky at plus 2,500. Now, I tell you, if you really, 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 really want to make some cash, that is probably the way to go. Now, Trubisky ran the ball a couple of times last week. Didn't look great doing it, but he did do a couple of the things that I've been harping on the last couple weeks where he goes back into his drop and it's not there. You're either moving up in the pocket or you're having that sense of urgency with your feet and then getting out of the pocket and running. And lo and behold, in the red zone, we had one of those situations. He ran the ball in and he got a rushing score. I could see that again at plus 2,500. Honestly, that is a number that is very juicy. And that payoff is big enough to maybe take a chance, maybe put a little, just a little skosh, just a little dash on top uh, to possibly make that happen. Now, First touchdown score for just the Chicago Bears. That's just not for the game. That's just for the Bears in general. Again, Trubisky is plus 1,800. That is still a good number. That is a safer number if you like that to win a little bit more. Uh, Robinson's uh, odds go down to plus 425. That's pretty decent. That's pretty good. That's a good payday. But I got to be honest with you. I am looking at Anthony Miller in this game. Anthony Miller was 77 receiving yards last season. It seemed like all came in that one drive, right? They hit him four, five, six times in a row because they were hitting on that set, that cornerback Valentine on the Giants consistently. Miller's got a little bit of confidence now. He's playing indoors. It's moving in the right direction. And if you're trying to really, really, really hammer home and take home a big chunk of change, first touchdown score, Chicago Bears, Anthony Miller plus seven fifty anytime touchdown score. Anthony Miller, plus 265. Let's be honest, he hasn't scored a touchdown this season. But against the Lions last season, five catches, 122 yards, one touchdown. By far his best game as a pro came against the Lions. As you can see, Trubisky was able to move the ball downfield against them. They were able to kind of run more of those deeper chunk explosive type plays. that They weren't run able to run against other type teams. And Anthony Miller could certainly be a guy that steps up. Taylor Gabriel does not look like he's going to be able to play with a concussion. Brett Broniger also out of the game with a concussion. Where's the football going to go, guys? Honestly, it can't go to Tariq Cohen every single time for two yards. It's just not going to work like that. And if you're going to force feed the ball to Allen Robinson, you're in a mess of trouble. They need to get Anthony Miller involved in this game. That's why I like him. Um, That's why I like betting on him a whole lot in this game. All of his numbers are pretty decent for first touchdown score Anytime touchdown score, if you are looking at the two, who's going to score two or more touchdowns and you really want to get your beak wet, Allen Robinson at plus 800, it's a great time for that to happen for him. David Montgomery at plus 650, I just can't trust it. I really can't. And it's not for lack of David Montgomery being any good. It's just even when he does have success, Matt Nagy will not go back to him. When Montgomery has success, it almost opens up the window and enables Nagy to throw the ball more. You would think that is crazy, but that is exactly what happens. It's almost like, eh, we got that run play. We're good. I showed you it's successful. Now let's throw the ball 40 more times in a row. I like Montgomery a lot. I just don't like him in this game, and I wouldn't recommend betting him. The guy that I'm looking at in this game is Anthony Miller. Again, let's go over it one more time, the bets that I like. Allen Robinson, plus 800 to score two or more, more touchdowns. Anthony Miller, plus 2,000, two or more touchdowns. I mean, if you're feeling it, go for it. I don't really see it happening. I do like him getting in the end zone just once. I don't know about twice. And then anytime touchdown score, we got Anthony Miller, plus 265. That's a good number. Ms. Trubisky rushing in for another score, plus 700. You got to like those numbers, especially after what you saw last week. It could definitely happen again, especially in the red zone, if you don't have a tight end. If you can't get the ball to Allen Robinson consistently, Trubisky going there could definitely work out. First touchdown score for the Chicago Bears. I like Trubisky at plus 1,800. Again, Allen Robinson still there at 425, but Anthony Miller plus 750. That's kind of what I'm looking at right now. It could be sneaky. They haven't targeted him a lot early on in the game. They could target him early in this one. It could definitely happen. First touchdown score of the game, Allen Robinson plus 650 do still like that Mitch Trubisky plus 2,500 or Anthony Miller plus 1,000 those are the angles that I like I wouldn't play the I wouldn't play the money lines I wouldn't play the over-unders on this one I do like the Bears to win do the Bears cover ah who knows they are a five and six team just trying to get back to 500 at this point I would actually concentrate my money on the individual players and the matchups that you like and I like Alan Robinson, Anthony Miller, and Mitchell Trubisky. That's going to do it. That was hot and quick. Just giving you what you need, some gambling angles. Happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Enjoy the day. I'm coming back on Friday. And get ready because there is an awesome Cubs deep dive offseason podcast that I'm doing with my buddy Sean Graves. That's coming out in a couple of days. It's a long one, baby, so get ready. This was Betting Chicago right here in the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you so much for joining me. This was hot and quick, and I enjoyed it. I'll see you next time. Have a great turkey day.